Hey guys, and welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, where I interview the absolute best health and wellness practitioners from across the globe to show you what they do so you can do it too. This is because, like you, I did not always feel that health was easy. I tried different diets, exercise plans, but often felt misled by an industry that really thrives on you not getting healthy and always spending money on the next new thing. Because of this, I'm getting bare naked on health and pulling back the curtain to show you that being truly healthy is simple. Wherever you are in your health journey, I want to show you that with minimal effort, you can get maximum results and do what you love. Play with your kids, go for a hike, and crush it in your business all while feeling great. To give you a kickstart, I encourage you to go over to BarenakedHealthPodcast.com to access my calendar and schedule a 15-minute call so we can discuss what is your biggest struggle when it comes to maintaining your health. Remember that I'm a holistic lifestyle coach and that the show is really sponsored by you guys. Each of you that works with me that I am able to take on as a client helps me to be able to keep putting out these podcasts for free. So I just want to thank you, each of you, for your love and support. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Bare Naked Health Podcast. Uh, in which I just talk for a bit. Uh, This is more, give a little bit of an overview of 2016 and uh, what is to come in 2017. Uh, 2017 is really a reflection of what I learned in 2016. Uh, And for me, the first thing that I'm going to start out with is one of the things that I've really started to want to share. Uh, one of the interviews that I had um, this year was with Mike Salami, uh, who's an absolute kettlebell master, right? And ever since then, uh, it was, well, not ever since then, around that time. So early, mid-summer of this year, I, I started really getting back into the strength game. And then I talked to Mike, and this guy is just crazy healthy right like he's got a lot of stuff dialed in but he is also super strong uh and this is where it's gotten back into it thinking about okay hey is is it time for me to start competing in strongman again because i was i was missing it uh and i'm happy to say uh as of uh march 18th uh 2017 here uh i will be competing in my uh first strongman competition in a few years uh, so super excited about that. But this led me to think, like, why can't you combine healthy and strong? Like, the two are not always thought of in the same sentence, right? There's healthy, of course, and there's strong. But I want to be strong as an ox and healthy as a horse. And that's what 2017 really represents for me. Because I I love lifting heavy. I want to continue to do so and do so at a very high level, but by no means do I want to sacrifice my health. That's where that healthy as a horse concept comes from, where I'm still going to dial in, of course, my training because I love to train heavy, but I have to know what allows me to train heavy. What allows me to do that is getting the right amount of sleep at night. I have to be dialed in with that. Not only the sleep amount, but the sleep quality. What I'm doing before I go to bed. I mean, 
all of these things come into play. But means that I have to be eating right. I have to get my mind right. I have to get my plenty of time outdoors or I just don't feel strong. So I know all of these things that go into it and some of which I'm going to be touching on here coming up. But it's it's really what has inspired me that strong as an ox and healthy as a horse. Not one or the other, but combined together. And that's what I hope to share with some of my videos, with some of the podcasts. I mean, but I want to share that through myself. And that's why I'm going to start competing. And I want to feel great. And I don't want to do this for another year, for another two years. I want to do it for 10 years, for 20 years, for however long I want to and feel good doing so. So, yeah, that might take different forms over the years, but I still want to be able to train strong and just live a healthy, happy life. So in kind of going uh, with that, uh, I'm starting to make a little bit of a concerted effort to gain some weight. But again, this doesn't come at something that I just want to shovel food down my throat, right? Like, yeah, I could go out eat some pizzas, eat some cake, some cookies, down it with a whole bunch of milk and whatever. And I've done that before. I know what that looks like. And could I get strong like that? Yes. Is it sustainable? Is it something that's long-term? No, not at all. It's not. But what am I doing now as a concerted effort to gain weight? Well, how am I eating? I'm, I'm still eating really, I mean, quite clean, uh, as far as my standards go, at least. But the only difference is I'm probably adding in just some more potatoes of all varieties, sweet, I mean, orange sweet, yellow sweet, uh, purple sweet ones, but just regular potatoes of whatever ones, picking up the red potatoes, the russet potatoes, the golden potatoes, I mean, just running through different ones, because uh, I feel good when I'm, when I'm eating the potatoes, so that's what I'm doing. Uh, I've dabbled with some rice and just grains, I, I, I can't really do it. So so what? I don't. I mean, yeah, sure, I enjoy some rice once in a while, but that's not going to be my main staple. Uh, I'm not going to go with that. Uh, once in a while, sure, I'll still have a pizza, but it's going to be a tapioca uh, starch pizza so that I know, hey, it still isn't a grain. It's still coming from that root, those roots, those tubers. Uh, actually, a fair amount of carrots I'm throwing in there too, uh, as well as a bit of fruit. Like, I haven't changed up the amount of protein that I'm eating that much. Uh, I might add in maybe a little bit more muscle meat, uh, but I'm actually probably overall adding some more organ meat because one of the things I've recently added was to do more liverwurst. So I'm getting that balance of the muscle meat and the organ meats. And not only is it delicious, I just feel great doing it. Like, it, And I have to fight with Cooper over uh, who gets it all because uh, he will just absolutely house that with me. So that's one of the things that I've changed. Uh, fats, like I, I eat fat to feel kind of thing. If I need some more or if it makes it taste something a little bit better, yeah, I'll probably add it because I'm looking to put on that little bit of weight. But nutrition is not the only part of it. And I also want to state that my the amount that I'm drinking the water, uh, it's, it's still well up above half my body, not well up above, but certainly minimum of half my body weight in ounces every single day. So make sure to take that into note. Like I'm still doing the basics here. 
Uh, as I said, my sleep, I'm dialing it in. I mean, on the weekends, those are two of my heavier training days. Like I train heavy four days a week, uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So I know those nights, well, really the following morning, then I'm planning on not getting anything done. When I do, awesome. Uh, but I don't expect it to happen. I'm not setting the alarm to get up early uh, to cut into that. And this was hard for me at first, but uh, more because of that, I'm just so driven. I want to keep doing things, but it feels good to almost let it go, if you will, and just enjoy the mornings with whatever comes. Maybe Cooper wakes me up. Maybe he's uh, rustling there, but maybe I'm just waking up. Maybe I got a great night's sleep and I feel refreshed early. So sleep is obviously one of the most anabolic things you can do. So I'm not taking that lightly. Uh, but then when it comes down to my training, moving, recovering, uh, I lump those all together and, and as one because they are. So yeah, there's my four heavy training days. I mean, two of them are a little higher volume, two of them a little bit lower volume. Uh, two are like the, the higher volume ones uh, aren't as much top end uh, strength. The other ones, hey, that's what it's all about is how heavy can I lift whatever movement I'm doing that day. Um, training is probably a whole nother podcast that I could get into, but I do want to talk about the moving and the recovering. I still go for a walk every day. Like I said, it ends up being probably around 40 to 45 minutes. Uh, and that's with Cooper on my back. So there's 30 or so pounds plus the weight of the pack itself. I mean, you're talking almost 40 pounds that I'm walking around with for 40 minutes, right? That's a lot of conditioning. Uh, you realize that if you don't do it, uh, believe me, going up and down hills with and without 40 pounds on your back makes a big difference. Even just walking for that period of time. That is That goes into my recovering as well, just that general movement throughout the day. So I'm a lot of times on the move. Uh, it doesn't have to be really hustling, slow, sustained movements. I'm always, I'm going for a walk guaranteed every single day, uh, at least one, but I'm also doing mini workouts. Uh, if you want to call them that, I mean, I do my Tai Chi every night, so that's another 20 minutes or so of just slow rhythmical movements to allow my body to pump and then there's my recovery so I might if okay so for example I did a lot of heavy pulling yesterday uh deadlifts searcher deadlifts uh I did a fair amount of jumping I mean just other things but what is what is sore today like when I got up ah, it's like my really mid back actually not my low back so much a little bit into my upper back but more my mid back so what did I do I got on back extension and I started doing some hyper extensions I started pumping out and even a uh, after starting doing that I was like oh okay like I feel really good so I do that on a day following uh, a heavy training I'll make sure to go and pump something out uh, in, in a sense where I'm still doing some gymnastics work more to keep limber, but then I'm doing these other movements, these other pumping things to help with that recovery. Just flush the area with blood, not so much that it's draining me, no, more so that it's lifting me and allowing me to train the next time that I get back in. Another big thing that I changed with my training, 
uh, I actually started to use a belt again. Now, when I say that, I put a belt on probably for two to three sets a week. Uh, I might do, what, two, three hundred sets of exercises, if not more. So, 1% or less of that is with a belt. Uh, and that's at my very top end of, so yesterday I did uh, a form of deadlift. I put it on on the last two reps. And that's two sets as well. There was two singles. Other than that, nothing. Uh, so I'm using it to really help at that very top, top end because why? Well, I'm competing. Had I not decided to get back into competing, I probably would never use a belt again, uh, except for maybe selective things if I'm using it for. There are a lot of different aspects that a belt could be used for. Uh, and sometimes I will wear one when I drag a sled if I just want to carry the weight around my waist instead of my arms. Uh, so then I might do it a little bit more often, but that's it. And if I go maybe on a super heavy overhead press, uh, I might wear it then as well. But those are going to be about the only times. Uh, and again, why? It's because I want to develop that trunk that is just rock solid. But I also want to develop that absolute top end strength. So I'm blending that a little bit together, which is something I don't think I would have done a year or two ago. I was more under the no, I'm never going to wear a belt again. Uh, I'm happy I've decided to go with this. Uh, hey, who knows what it's going to bring for me. Maybe it's going to lead to a weakness. Maybe it's going to lead to a strength. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play around with it. Uh, and with that being said, I've also started to do a ton more lower back and quote-unquote ab work. Um, so really training my spine. Uh, I think that's probably the best way to put it. Uh, the biggest lift for me so far that has really had a profound impact, I think, has been uh, Zercher deadlifts. Uh, if you don't know what they are, go look them up. Uh, they're not for the faint of heart, but they are... They're going to make you brutally strong uh, in in your entire spine, and you have to have that full range of motion. Uh, similar to doing a Jefferson curl, it's going gonna, it's gonna to train a whole lot here. So that's, that's some of the new stuff as far as my... Uh, concerted effort to gain weight, I guess, uh, wrapping that part up. Other thing, or two of the things that I want to talk about as far as food goes, uh, not necessarily food, but things that I've gotten into, things that I've have had profound impacts, have had a profound impact on me. One is chaga and the other is tea. Uh, chaga, the mushroom, Holy cow, is this stuff awesome. I've just had this new profound appreciation for it. Uh, I've been making my own tincture so far. Uh, I'm looking into a couple companies uh, that I want to start at least trying their products because I like to make the tinctures, but I also know how time-consuming it can be. And I want to find some good products that I can at least recommend for people to say, hey, Go try this. Uh, it, it, it's really been that profound of an impact for me. Uh, I feel that I can recover so well. Like, I don't know what taking steroids is like. Not that I wouldn't consider it, but I've just never done it to this uh, time. But I feel like I can just recover like a champ when I'm using chaga. Uh, again, I know it's supposed to be very for uh, longevity, for immune function, and I'm sure, hey, the longevity part, I can't prove or disprove, I guess. 
uh, without maybe using it for the next 150 years, right, for myself. Uh, and then I'd be be uh, certainly throwing that around with, yeah, I guess this could improve longevity. But the immune system uh, capabilities, I I feel really good. I feel that I can recover. I feel that I'm just good on it. Like my everything feels like it's hard charging, just ready to go. Uh, but not in a overwhelming sense, more in that like, okay, I'm heightened, I'm primed, but I don't feel like I just have to just explode almost like words. It's not like the stimulant. It's just more this, wow, you feel really alert and focused and driven with it. So I'm a big fan of the chaga. Uh, and the other thing is just tea. I'm just appreciating tea more and more. Uh, I think it's part of that morning ritual. I doctor it up. I might put just some fat in it, and I might put a thousand and one different things in it. I just really like it. Usually green tea or poo air tea are my my main go-tos uh, because, hey, that's what I found that I enjoy the most and uh, really seem to work for me uh, as far as how I feel when I'm on them. Like, I never feel any crash i never feel necessarily like any crazy lift up and then down it's just they're beautiful it allows me to just take that second in the morning and enjoy it and i'm kind of going through that in my head right now uh just thinking about the heating of the water the the and i only use loose leaf tea so i mean this is just a fun little process for me so I wanted to share that, and I think tea is just, it can be a wonderful thing. I mean, you can just find out so many different types of teas, so many different flavors, and each of them can work for you, and you can say, hey, I don't need that anymore, too. Other things on the horizon now for this year. Uh, I am writing a book. Yes, that is right. Uh, super excited about this. It's going to be for nutrition and the strength athlete. And, <clears throat> excuse me, this is in part coming out because the whole strong as an ox, healthy as a horse feeling for me. I still see so much garbage out there about nutrition for strength athletes. Like, some of it's good. And then, even in some of the ones that are good, I'm like, yeah, but there's these huge glaring gaps. And it's, hey, well, what am, why else would I write a book? It's the fill of void that I feel is out there. Uh, so I'm going to put it out there. If you want to check it out, please, you all be more than welcome to. Uh, it, that's, that's basically what it's working with right now is how can you become stronger through nutrition? Because it's an awesome way to help boost your strength. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, that should hopefully be out within the first quarter of the year. I'm going to launch it as an ebook first. So, hey, be a couple bucks. You can download it. Um, but I want to just share all of the information that I have um, been building, I feel like, over the past however many years uh, and what it's meant for me and how I'm noticing it now as I'm getting back into the strength game. It's like, wow, this stuff really works, right? But I also want to know, what do you guys want? Uh, is there anything that you guys, because as I'm starting to wrap the book up here, it's like, do you want me to write some more blogs? 
I'm going to come up with some courses, shoot videos on anything in particular, because I just want to be able to share what I have. And this is going to be one of those ways that I can do that, uh, but would certainly be open to other things if, if anybody is interested in something else. Uh, but the book is definitely uh, on the front burner right now, and that's going to be the biggie uh, for sure, for at least the early part of 2017 here. Now, another thing that is really affected my practice as a physical therapist uh, has been looking at something and questioning it. And in this case, it's been like, okay, why are muscles tight, right? Is it, and this is something I struggle with, not struggle with, this is one thing I've wrestled with. Let's go with that. Because <clears throat> I'm standing here in a rounded posture, right? Like, Heads forward, shoulders are forward, like rounded over. In doing so, I can feel certain muscles shorten, certain muscles lengthen. Now, I'm in tune with my body and can feel those things. But is something like that happening? Why? Right? Now, is it because a muscle is truly tight and it's pulling it forward? Or is it because it, the opposite muscle is weak? And I would argue both, right? But why does the tight muscle happen in the first place? I think it's because of the weak muscle. So I'm really into this whole just opposing forces on things. Like, I see so many people with just super tight quadriceps. And they're always, this is, I think, where they start. And they're always stretching the hell out of their hamstrings. It's like, oh, yeah, my hamstrings are tight. And... Big difference here is between the tight and the taut muscle. You can make any muscle taut if you crank on it enough and pull it, the the joints through enough of a range of motion, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's physiologically tight. Like, is that the resting position that's appropriate, or is that the length position that's appropriate for that muscle, or are you just getting it to be taut? Uh, and yet. I look at the other one, they're like, oh, yeah, I guess that's tight too. Like if I'll look, do some length tension tests. But I'm really looking at seeing, I don't think you can outstrengthen a shortened muscle though. So if the quads are super tight, does that mean if all I do is just crazy, crazy hamstring work that I can shorten, then I can lengthen those up? No, I still think some soft tissue work needs to be done. Um to those, whether it be stretching, whether it be any other modalities that you want to use to loosen that up. But then you really have to go through and make that muscle crazy strong. But this has just been muscle, or yeah, muscle. A question I've been pondering was just why a tight muscle? Why does a muscle become tight? And it's, I think, so many of these things, like there's there's a lot more to it than just well, you fall into a posture because something's weak. Yeah, but what else? Like, are you guarding against something? Are are you just following the postures that you take throughout the day? And all these seem somewhat obvious to me, but I'm just still getting the the thing that there's there's more. And I think this is where I'm looking into a lot of other things out there. What are your? How are your emotions tied to it? How are the organs tied to it? How are the chakras tied to it? And this has just been an ongoing fascination of mine. 
uh, if you will. And I just wanted to share that because I think this is something a lot of people can kind of take home. Like, don't just think a muscle's tight because it's, it's tight. And just don't assume because you can put a muscle under stretch and feel a stretch that it's tight. Look at if that muscle is tight. Check and see because you don't want to... You don't want to outstretch something uh, when it really should be strengthened a little bit more then too. Uh, another one of my big things now uh, going forward for the new year is I want to improve upon myself in relationships. And what I mean from that, um, I, I've already downloaded a few of them or, or at least have them uh, in my, in my uh, wish list uh, for Audible books as far as books to listen to on relationships um i'm looking to improve from all from three aspects here uh as a father and as a husband um are the really kind of close ones to me because i want to do the best that i can in those areas and i already have a couple good ones that i'm excited about and i'm not going to actually say them because i'm looking for some feedback on this to hear what other people have to say uh, but the other one is just on friendship in general, like cultivating those friendships. What is What does it look like? Uh, or what other people think are good ideas? Because I only have the experiences that I have or that those close to me have, but I'm interested. What else could it be to be a father, to be a husband, to be a friend? So that's that's one of my big things for 2017 is I've looked back and those are all areas that I can improve upon in 2016. So I want to do that going forward um, this year, but for the rest of my life, because without those relationships, <laughs> uh, life would be certainly uh, quite different. And I hope that each of you would want to at least uh, improve upon any of your relationships that you can. And that's what I can affect is I can affect me. So I want to see what I can do as a father, as a husband, as a friend, for others to to deepen our relationships or to just, hey, be more happy, be more loving. The garden is next. Uh, I plan on being a little more serious about my garden. Um, this is, I, I don't know how to even quantify this one, uh, but I want to be able to at least provide a little more food for my family. Like, I think it would be pretty cool to, hey, not have to go to the store one week or a couple weeks during the summer because we just have everything, right? Um, the, I, I don't know. There's this concept of being able to provide, and I think that's part of what that is, is, hey, here it is. And I think there's tremendous power in, the growing of foods and I'm noticing that more and more and feel things when you're in the garden that you just don't notice other times. Uh, the other thing I guess about the outdoors for me has been the hugging of trees. Every day when we go on our walk, there are a couple of trees that just reach out to me and I give them a big hug. Um, Cooper will kind of lean his head in and he'll set his head on the onto the tree and that's kind of his way of saying I love you and it's it's an amazing experience uh, I'll close my eyes I'll get these visions 
Um, when I say visions, for me, this often is uh, kind of like flashing lights in, in certain colors uh, sometimes, certain shapes, and it's almost like a strobe light um, type of... Uh, I, I'm at a loss for words of it. Maybe I'll have to start drawing some of the things that I see. But either way, this comes out to the garden and just the outdoors and that power of all of these and really being able to provide for my family the best that I can. Other new things, uh, besides doing like some of the holistic lifestyle coaching with clients, which I love doing, I'm also starting to take on some strength programming for people because of getting back in the strength game. And this is something I've studied a lot. I've I've had a lot of practice with on uh, both for myself, for other clients previously, but I really haven't touched on recently uh, as far as at least taking clients on. But I am offering this again. Uh, so if anybody's interested, hey, let me know uh, if I can help you out. I would love to do so. Uh, but I've just noticed, again, the amazing PRs that I'm hitting. Uh, just I want to see if I can help other people crush some serious weights, uh, if not even maybe get a couple of world record, world record holders uh, to be able to work with because I think I have quite a bit of knowledge that I could help share with them and uh, really help people that are a little more talented than myself um, reach some pretty awesome things. Uh, as far as reading and listening, well, I, I touched on, uh, yeah, I want to look on, go dive into some relationships, but the one thing that I started doing at the end of 2016 that I really like, uh, I, and even more mid through midway through the year, I started listening to a few less podcasts, but I started re-listening to a lot of podcasts on areas that I was very interested in and or books like on, on Audible, and I just started diving into them. And there are certain ones that it, within a three-month period I listened to five, six times. And it's amazing the things that you pick up on. Every time I listen to something, even it might be an hour-long podcast, and I'll listen to it six times, and I'll get so much more every single time, and it gets deeper and deeper for me. Uh, so that's been, that's I guess, one of the things that I'm going to do for learning is just concentrate it a little more. Stop trying to go so broad and learn a lot, and really just, or even on those subjects that I am trying to learn a lot, I'm going to dive in and I'm going to go into this one thing. If I found this to be the best for me in my situation, what I'm looking to learn, I'm going to just keep reading it and reading and reading and listening and listening and listening and watching and watching and watching. And yes, I'm trying to sound repetitive here, but for good reason because this is what's helping to allow me to achieve that mastery and really get to what I want behind it. Uh, I'm also excited about some of the guests that I have uh, coming up. Uh, upcoming in 2017, a few that I've reached out to. Uh, I guess it's just, I'm always excited about the guests that I have them, uh, because it's so much fun for me to be able to get out there and just interview all of you guys that are out there and just get your health journeys and find all the little nuances that makes everybody tick. So I just want to say thank you to all the guests who've been on the show. Thank you to all the listeners, all you guys that are listening, but also thank you to all the future guests that are going to be able to share with us what it is that they have. Um, but let me know if there's any guests that I haven't had on that you're interested in. I mean, there's so many people out there 
that I can't even begin to keep track of all of them. So it's always helpful if people do send me just, hey, check out this person, check out this person. Like, I should have them on, like, make a connection. I love just making those new connections to find out what it is that people are doing, what it is that they're up to, to be the healthiest, the happiest, just that they can be, uh, and to help spread their message and share it with everybody. Now, the last thing that I want to touch on, uh, I know this has been a little chunk, uh, chunk after chunk here, but I just wanted to touch on a lot of little things uh, that I think are really exciting for me, and I hope you guys uh, appreciate them as well, or can at least learn something from them. Uh, and the last thing was this year, or towards the end of this year, I slowed over the last few months, slowed down on some of my uh, shamanic journeying, and I missed it. <laughs> I started doing quite a bit more, and I just am absolutely loving the connection that I make, uh, not only with my power animals, but with myself. And it has really allowed me, I think, to learn how much I've been able to listen to and feel my body over the last year. I know that I know what I need. I feel what I need, whether it's food, sleep, a hug, uh, it, it doesn't matter what what I need in the gym. It's all within me. It's all already out there. It's just being able to tap into it, and and that's been an amazing experience for me. And sometimes I'm almost at a loss for words for it here because of how powerful it can be. But that's been my maybe most recent and biggest revelation. Uh, is to continue that shamanic work wherever it takes me. And I I encourage you, I want to close with this, is find what you're good at, find what you love, find whatever's putting a smile on your face. And this could be external things, this could be internal things. I, I really don't think that matters because ultimately, yeah, everybody says you have to make yourself happy. And by you, and I do agree, but if something else externally is going to help maybe give you a little bit of a jump, a little bit of a bump, then use it. Use these things because you're going to, we're all learning about ourselves. We're all, we've all said goodbye to 2016. We're all saying hello to 2017 and whatever is next on board for you, for me, I, I hope that it all be the best and it's going to be a fun ride it's going to be an exciting ride and let's all just make the best of it that we can uh whether it's everybody listening to this show just everybody out there i i wish you all the best of luck the best of health and certainly the best happiness uh and of course i i have to end the show uh in saying that plan on becoming uh, strong as an ox, healthy as a horse, and continuing that for years to come. And I hope you will all be behind me on that and turn that into whatever uh, best fits for yourself.
Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to head over to BarenakedHealthPodcast.com to check out the show notes for today's episode. While you're there, go to my calendar and schedule a 15-minute call so we can discuss what is your biggest struggle when it comes to maintaining your health. Remember that I'm a holistic lifestyle coach and the show is sponsored by you guys. Each of you that I work with helps me to be able to put out podcasts like this for free. So thanks again for your love and support. Finally, if the show has helped you out in any way, please head over to iTunes to give the Bare Naked Health podcast a positive comment and five-star rating. This really goes a long way in getting the word out with how simple health can be and helping to share the podcast with others. So thank you. Mm-hmm.